Hello, welcome again to the Bible Plus Podcast. Today we're continuing along the book of Revelation with chapter 14. And before I begin and dive into this chapter, I'd like to preface by helping us understand why the book of Revelation is so important to us and to our Christian life today. Yes, we know that the book of Revelation is filled with prophecies full of the end times, full of revelations that will be revealed and will happen in the future. But this can help us be tied into our day-by-day and even daily Christian life and church life. Now, let's say you have an example. You have a final exam coming up at the end of your class. You know it's going to be hard. It's one of those weed-out classes, and you know only 30% are going to make it out this class and stay in the major. What do you need to do? You need to prepare yourself. You need to get all your notes down. You need to study beforehand. You need to study, do your homework diligently. And therefore, you can continue on and take that final exam with much confidence and even pass on and continue in your major. It's the same way with this in our Christian life. The book of Revelation reveals a lot that happens in the future. And if we read the book of Revelation, we can see how this future, how what happens near the end times can affect our Christian life today. What can, what kind of impact it can have on our Christian life and our church life. And so we begin with chapter 14 with the three reapings. The three reapings revealed the three harvests that the Lord God, Father, will, will send forth to reap of all of humanity, all of mankind. And each reaping, each harvest reveals how God takes care of a certain situation, how God takes care of the overcomers, the prepared believers, um, the rest of the believers, and the nation of Israel, the Jews, and finally, how he takes care and deals with the unbelievers. So we come to the first one, verses 1 through 5, show us that there's a lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him, there's 144,000, with, with his name, the lamb's name, and the name of his father. And these are the ones that have been purchased from among men as first fruits to God and to the Lamb. They're the virgins. They are the ones that had not been defiled with women. They had no lie found in their mouth. They are without blemish and they sing a new song. Now, who are these people? Who who is John referencing? What is the angel showing to, to John, the Apostle John? Well, these are the overcomers. These are the overcomers that was revealed in the chapters before. These are the believers that have been prepared, sanctified, saturated with God, um, fully constituted with God, and express have an expression of God that helps bring the Lord back to earth. And so what happens is that these first fruits are the ones that the Lord brings up, raptures up to Him in the heavens. And so what happened Back in Leviticus, back in the Old Testament, was that before the harvest, before the actual harvest, before you brought the goods, the produce to the temple to offer to Jehovah, there were first fruits. There were there were some fruits, there were some produce that ripened early. And these ones were offered to God Jehovah, offered to Jehovah God to for his satisfaction. And it's the same way here. The first fruits refer to the believers that have overcome overcome the world, Satan, 
sin and death, but much more. They have been vital and so critical to the fulfillment of the Lord's purpose and God, God's plan. And so these first fruits are the ones that have been fully expressing God, fully manifesting and magnifying God. And this is the first rapture, the rapture of the first fruits, the prepared and matured bride, the built up body of Christ. All of these are tied in to the first fruits. Now we go on to the, the second, the second rapture, the second harvest. It's near the end of the Great Tribulation. Now, remember, the first roots happened before the Great Tribulation. This one, the harvest of the rest of the believers, happened near the end of the Great Tribulation. And this, you can see that in verse 14, there was a white cloud, and on the cloud, one like the Son of Man sitting, having a golden crown on his head, and a sharp sickle in his hand. And he sent forth a sickle and repped reaped and the reaping because the harvest of the earth is ripe and the earth was reaped it says in verse 16 this is referring to the believers all the believers all the believers that have declared their faith in christ have confessed the lord's name have received the lord into their heart into their life they had receiving him as their savior these are the believers that have that are raptured and this is almost a security i would say to the believers to us that the lord did not forget us yes there are some that were prepared early that um were uh, vital to the lord's plan and purpose but the rest of the believers here they were brought up before the end of the great tribulation now we continue with the last the last gathering the last reaping the last harvest and this is the evil grapevine. We find this near the end of Revelation 14. What happens here is that there's a sharp sickle. And this sharp sickle, this angel coming out of the altar says, Send forth your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth. For her grapes are fully ripened. And so the angel thrust the sickle, gathered the vine of the earth, and cast it. Cast it into great wine press of the fury of God. What happened here is that these unbelievers, these these ones that never believed in Christ, what is being pictured here, what is being shown here is that this is a warning. Those this is these ripened grapes, quote unquote grapes, reveal that. These unbelievers have been filled with the world, filled with evil, filled with sin. That now they were being brought and cast into the great winepress of the fury God. This is a warning, warning to the unbelievers, warning to us, and even a solemn warning for us to go out and care for and preach the gospel to our family, our friends, our relatives. We don't want them to see them cast into the great wine press of the fear of God. So what we have here, just to review, we have the three reapings. We have the, the harvest of the overcomers, the first fruits that are brought before the great tribulation. And this helps us and, and kind of contextualizes in our Christian life 
that we need to be prepared day by day, every day. We need to read the word, be have a constant fellowship and um, relationship with the Lord that we may be saturated, um, soaked with God, that we may even express God. What we see here in the next harvest is the harvest of all the believers near the end of the great tribulation. What happens here, this is a security to us. God never forsake us. God hasn't forsaken the nation of Israel, the Jews. He reaps them all up near the great end of the great tribulation. This is a security. And then finally, we see this is a warning, a warning of the final great, uh, great wine press, revealing that an angel will reap the, the, the ripened grapes, referring to the unbelievers, and they will be cast into the wine press of the fury of God. This is what Revelation 14 is speaking to us today. We need to be prepared. Yet we know we have a security that God has not forsaken us, has forsaken us and given up on us. And this should be a warning and even a reminder, especially to us believers today, to reach out to our family, friends, and relatives, that they would not be the ones cast into the wine press. Thanks for joining us today.